0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. It is February 9th, 2021. Appreciate everybody that tuned in to the Matthew Dellavedova episode. Had to get him his own episode. You know, always love Dellie. always be my favorite Cav and encouraged by the fact that he'll probably be coming back at some point this year. And before I introduce today's guests, a little quick bit of Today in Cavs History. If you didn't see through Twitter today, Winston Bennett turning 56 who was winston bennett he i uh, know he's 56 he was a cavalier for a couple of years a third round pick 64th overall meaning in the modern day he would actually be considered undrafted because there's only 60 picks when the seattle supersonics come back we'll be at 62 that's for another day and another podcast but winston bennett was the starter for the Cavs on the day they scored 148 and held the heat to a mere 80 winning by 68 He averaged five points and three rebounds per game. He played his last two games for the Heat. Full name, Winston George Bennett III, nickname of Steady B, which actually rhymes with one of today's guests, which I'll get to in a second. Not quite Steady B, but if you take away the S, you'll get the idea. I did not plan that. That kind of just came to me right there. One second, Teddy. Introduce you and and Ben in a moment. But before that, Derek Williams today, four years ago, signing a 10-day deal with the team. It was like a lot longer than that. He brought explosiveness. He and LeBron connected on some wild alley-oops. And I, I loved watching Derek Williams in his brief time in Cleveland. I think he finished the year with the team. And it gave the Cavs three of the first four 2011 picks all on their roster in 2017 with Tristan, Kyrie, and DWXIII, as Derek Williams goes by on Twitter. But without further ado, today's guests. I'll start with, with Teddy Steady B, know, we got Teddy B, Teddy Ball Game. Ted, uh, first, great to have you on today, man.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk some Cavs. Yeah, I am as
0: well. You know, I was with uh, with you and Ben. Welcome, great to have you as well.
2: Yo, 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 thanks for having me, buddy.
0: Yeah, it was with uh shout out also, Ben. If you saw me opening the cards yesterday. That was him. Got the yes. big Z card. Love it. No, know, Chris Mullen, Tariq Abdul Wahad, which brought me back to Sharif Abdul Rahim, because those names go yep. hand in hand. Chris Mullin, so
2: thank you, Antoine Walker, obviously. And Antoine Walker was the uh, he, he was the guy on the uh, the card pack.
0: Yeah, I got the card pack, man. And if you got Antoine Walker, you were eligible. Although I'm too, I was too young back then. You're eligible <laughs> to apply to get to the NBA Finals with that card. Nice, <laughs> yeah. Dang. So Too bad guess, it's not
2: ninety nine two thousand
0: anymore, huh? No, I guess I gotta we gotta build our time machine and use it just for basketball because <laughs> why else would we have a time machine, right? Of course. All right, so uh, Ben, I'll start with you, you know and then I'll ask Teddy. but what's uh, what do you guys have coming up for ultimate warrior if you, if you want to give a quick explanation of your podcast, uh, by all means start with yes, that sir what
2: do you guys have coming up? So we are the ultimate warriors. Uh, If you're watching, you can see it on the shirt. If you don't know what the Ultimate Warriors means, when we won the 2016 finals, LeBron got off the plane after we just beat the Warriors wearing the Ultimate Warrior shirt. It was the best troll job in in NBA history. It was incredible. I'll never forget it. I actually have two of these shirts because I love it so much. Um, So that's kind of how we got our name. But we talk Cleveland Cavs. And if you like the Cavs, you're going to like our show. We talk all NBA. Focus on the Cavs. If you like NBA Jam, you're really going to like the show. We do a lot of NBA Jam stuff. And we like to really talk about the glory days. Zach, you remember the glory days, right? Oh, every day before today was not. Yeah, I remember the glory days, of course. Early 2000s, I, I wish maybe. we could have him back, you know. <laughs> and I'm, of yeah. course, talking about Ricky Davis back in uh, the early 2000s. The guy who uh, was so, he was such a competitor. He tried to get a, a triple-double by throwing the ball off of his own uh, backboard at the end of the game. So that's just the kind of competitive spirit that we that we like to talk about and that we love. So we just miss those days. We're waiting for our next Ricky Davis. I Teddy, maybe we have our
0: Ricky Davis already? You want to elaborate?
1: Uh, I don't know if we have our Ricky Davis, but, uh, you know, we do like to bring up NBA Jam, and Ricky Davis is definitely – it's him and Darius Miles are our two uh, favorites to go to if we were to start an NBA Jam team. Uh, so if you like NBA Jam, we talk about that. And we also have a third Ultimate Warrior who uh, he does a, a different freestyle for us every every week. That's usually about Ben and I, and then mixes in the Cavs. Um, and it's usually pretty pretty entertaining. So have to check that out.
0: Yeah, definitely check out DJ Andrew Smith does some great <laughs> stuff. I uh, got a great verse from Ben this afternoon as well that I'm sure you guys will see or maybe already saw. In a, yes, so you know it's some great stuff there and guys uh teddy we'll start with you then go
1: to ben thoughts
0: on last night's game against phoenix
1: yeah i mean unfortunately we couldn't finish it off you know our offense was playing pretty well i think it was the first game i have watched where i wanted colin sexton to shoot the ball more yeah <laughs> he missed he missed one shot in the first half um and he only ended with 15 shots total um he had two misses in the first half, but one was like a half court heave at the yeah. end. So I don't consider that, um, an actual shot in my, uh, own personal record book. Uh, but it was entertaining. We just couldn't, couldn't execute down the end, but Garland was making some nice passes. Um, I mean, my main takeaway was, I just wish Sexton would have got up some more shots. Cause he seemed to have it rolling early on. Uh, Ben, how about yourself? Thoughts on last night's
2: game? <sighs> that was, uh, it was tough, Zach. I, uh, I thought we were going to do, we, we've had a rough week. You know, we had that back to back there against the bucks with, with the Greek freak and you know, that's, that's a tough team. We had the loss to the Clippers. We're just at a brutal part of the schedule and I was really hoping we could steal this one with Chris Paul out. I I do feel like we got a little bit screwed over there at the end. Uh, They called an offensive foul on Colin Sexton when I don't, I just, I don't think it was an offensive. foul. He did have a chance. He came back down with another opportunity and, to be honest, we've been spoiled by him recently. He's hit some big shots. He's been clutch this year. I expected him to make the shot, at least one of those two, um, and he, he actually did make the one that he got fouled on. But it, yeah. it, it was a little, it was a little rough.
0: <laughs> actually, on the replay, I thought it looked, if anything, either a no call or a charge, not a block. I was really excited till I found Fox I everyone walking the other way. My big thing, and then we'll move on. Uh, got plenty to talk about today. Was that. I did not like the two big set for crunch time. I know that Kaminsky was out there and then they taken him out when he got his fifth foul in favor of Cam Johnson. There was no reason to stay too big. Torian was shooting it pretty well. I think having him out there would have been great. I think he was uncomfortable as I was listening to the Suns broadcast and they could tell as well. He was uncomfortable taking that last three. He tried to draw a foul before he put up the shot. And I think it ruined his rhythm. It was a bad Jetty game. It was a game where JB finally, I don't like that he did this, uh, did not stagger Darius and Colin. They played most of their minutes together. There was not a single second of Colin, no Darius. It was Dotson getting the point guard minutes after Garland and not enough Windler, in my opinion. McGee's ejection was what it was. I think it allowed the Cavs. I didn't love, he had some good moments. I didn't love him yesterday overall. I don't mind the techs. Whatever even he even did, I don't, I don't, I didn't see much, but yeah, uh, I didn't see it either either way. You know, a lot, it's a tough loss. If you would have stopped D Book, I think you would win. You know, at the end of a basketball game, you guys know, well, there's a lot of factors. And the one thing they didn't stop Dev, and Booker didn't quite score 70, but he had a heck of a night, and that's, (laughs) that's why the Suns won. So, you know, uh,
2: Nothing else to add there. You know, it was a good game. but You know, if, if you're going to lose to anybody, we, we have a soft spot in our hearts for the Phoenix Suns. I don't we know did. if you know this, Zach, but our mom's Canadian. So, growing up, Steve Nash, you know, the, the Canadian dream, just coming down here, back-to-back MVPs, running that seven seconds for less last Suns teams. They've always been my number two team after the Cavs because of Nash. So, if you're going to lose to anyone, I would pick the Suns, but it just sucks because we're in the middle of this losing streak. So, not
0: great gonna...
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, it's
0: only going to get a little harder. But Ben will ask you, then Teddy, then we'll move on. Should Lamar Stevens have gotten some run last night? Because I really think the way he had been playing, given that Nance and Love are still out, I would probably have rather seen Allen back up five. So Allen goes out early first. Then you Drummond finishes the quarter. Then Allen takes over. and Then you play them together. Then bench Allen again. and Give Stevens a minute instead of having to use McGee. I think he should have gotten some run. He played really well last week.
2: I 100% agree. I don't really have much to add, but I absolutely
1: agree. I was expecting to see more from him. Teddy. I love Stevens. He comes in and plays with so much energy. Um, so I would have loved to see him at least get some run. Um, yeah, I mean, we did play, we played Allen and Drummond both over 30 minutes, 36 and 34. So you could have took some minutes away from them and staggered them. Like you said, that probably would have been the easiest way to do it. Um, but, yeah, Stevens has impressed me so far this year, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets minutes moving down the road.
0: Yeah, and simply put, the Raptors have two very good players that are both point guards, VanVleet and Lowry. They play all 48 minutes of point guard. I mean, they both play a lot, but seven minutes into a quarter, you take out one, you put in the other. Guy one finishes the quarter. Guy two goes out. Start the second quarter. Guy one plays the first five or six minutes. And guy two comes back in. I mean, plain and simple, you know, it is what it is. You can't change it. I just hope that if love does remain out, they're going against Denver. I'd like to see Torian Prince or even Lamar Stevens covering Millsap or Porter, whoever the four is, they're going to get cooked. And we'll talk about this at the end. They'll get cooked if they decide to go double big. But if you've listened to the ultimate warrior, which I'm going to, I'm going to say most of you have, and because it's a great show, I was on as well, is yes. that you know what they do with their obscure Cav of the Week. You know, Teddy comes up with questions, Ben, and any guests that week, try and guess who they are. And so, guys, I'm doing this a little different. I've got three Cav of the Weeks, and here's how yes. it's going to work. So we'll ask first. Do you want to both try and guess both, or do you each want one?
2: I say we each try one, and if we can't get it, it can pass on to the next guy. Okay. okay. So Ben, you're gonna get number one. Ted will get right. number
0: two. I've got three. You have someone has to get each of the first two for number three, or I will reveal it and answer it myself. And seeing, or maybe we'll see how it goes. Okay. I so, like it. Cavalier number one for Ben. He played for the Cavs in 2014, 15, and part of 2015, 16. By the way, you can, if you know the answer at any time, go ahead. He's been a part of three franchises and played for two, and he wore Torian Prince's current number.
2: Dion Waiters. No. 14, 15. What, what Can't position give, was it? I'll give you the position. Okay. Let me make sure I have the number right. pretty sure it's 15, 16.
1: Uh, or Prince's number. Ted, you got anything? Was, uh, we didn't still have Anthony Parker at that time. That's um, not the same
0: number. No, it's not. Unfortunately, you're thinking of Devil of number. He's not the answer. <laughs> He should be. Oh, man. I see. One more hint. One more hint. Um, Dwayne Wade? No. He (laughs) signed an extension last offseason with the team he's on. He's still there. And they played against the Cavs three times this year already. Maybe it was
1: three times against the Cavs. That's. Maybe twice. I don't. I don't. I'm so bad with numbers. I'm trying to think of. You can look up Torian's number if you need to.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, Torian, wears 12? Does that help? 12. I'll give you
2: each about 20 more seconds. I'm not sure. No? Teddy? Mm. We're letting you down, man. Uh, No, no. no.
1: no. Kyle Kyle Korver?
0: No, it is (laughs) is Joey Buckets, Joe Harris.
1: Oh, Oh my gosh. I should have known that. Because three
0: franchises. Technically, Dwayne Lee was a part of – okay, I guess three. Yeah. Because he was a part of three, Cleveland, Orlando, Brooklyn. He just didn't play That's for That's an Orlando. autographed Joe Harris. <laughs> I, you might want to put that away. I don't think Joe wants to see you again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. No. I can't believe
0: well, I didn't even think about that. That's it, literally right next to me. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, you know what? We, we got sure. number two. Teddy, you're going to be the starter. Then we'll go to bed. Number two, his team beat LeBron during the finals in the 2010s. He started at shooting guard during most of his appearances as a Cav. He retired after playing for Cleveland, and his nickname is also the name of a popular film. Teddy, we'll go to you first, and you can call Ben in at any time. If you want me to read that again, because okay. I read it fast, I can.
1: Can you, read, yeah, can you read them one more time?
0: Yep. So, his team beat LeBron during the finals in the 2010s. He was a starting shooting guard during most of his Cav appearances. Cavs are his final NBA team, and his nickname is the name of a popular film.
2: I, I know this one, Ted. Oh, hold on. Ted.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Sean Marion. The mainstrix, baby. I've got both.
2: Dude, both of the two (laughs) are signed literally right next to me. That's, I, I
0: didn't do any research to figure out who was in Ben's place.
2: There, I, I, I mean i have a bunch of them like you most of the calves i'll end up having but those two are literally right next to me but right, yeah, that's the matrix dang all right also part so of those those seven seconds or less suns teams yeah seven less,
0: the Nets got to make him a coach they got they got nash they got amari they got yep. Tony. bring bring back marion let's get barbosa there
2: but that's right, saying that you literally picked the, those are the only two that are up here on my desk <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I had deleted
0: I, I, I deleted two players, actually, before doing <laughs> these two, just so you know, originally. But we've made it to the bonus round. Uh, this, these hints are going to be very brief, and you each get one guess. There's no thing you got to kind to just – I'll give you each only – it's going to be quick this round, then we're going to move on and uh, get a little personal about your favorite and least favorite Cavs. All right. So the bonus Cav of the Week, he won a title with LeBron in Miami. His stint in Cleveland was brief, and his career began in the G League. Either of you can wage your guess first. I'm going to uh, time 10 seconds until the first. He in game. the G League. Yeah.
2: 10. He, won- he was. Did he only. He, the only title he won was with LeBron in Miami? I will not. Uh, yes, that was his only title. That's um, uh,
0: Jermaine, jo- Jermaine Jones? No, not that? Jermaine Jones. And it's also not a Jones. But now, Teddy, you have 10 okay. seconds for your guess. It's all right. Ben, ben got that, you to. Uh, the
1: is that Damon Jones?
0: No, unfortunately, uh Damon Jones. Uh well, let me see here. Damon did not win in Miami. Damon only played one year in Miami. And okay. it was uh the Cavs are the only team Damon ever spent more than a year with at a time. He went one 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 one, then he stayed with three. The answer is Birdman, actually, Chris Anderson. Oh my, my
1: gosh, God. I was gonna say him and I switched. I forgot he was on the, the Cavs. Yeah, oh it, you gosh. don't even
0: think about
2: him because well, yeah
0: it was four years ago today or yesterday might be tomorrow that they had traded him. So I I had that in my mind and I'm thinking, I was going to say first G league call up ever, but that's way too notable. I could have said 80% of his body is covered in tattoos. The rest is just water, but right. Anything about his
2: hair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But. I should have got that one. I was gonna say him the whole time. That's who I was thinking of, and I switched it at the last second.
2: It's because I threw the Jones name
0: out there. <laughs> yeah, and Jermaine is—I uh, think his birthday is actually coming up. But uh, James it was—it was more than a brief stint. I think it was two years. So yeah. I would call that decent, brief. As in, you know, like it's—it's it's like you go out to meet a friend for coffee and they leave, so you have to pick up the tip. It's brief. It's brief. You know, I not even Been finish the, the sit down.
2: That's usually when I go out with Ted anywhere. He, he just leaves before the, the bill comes. Well, I, I I respect. <laughs> he, he's I respect the older his brother. Goodness. He's got to pay for
1: it. <laughs> older brother they, I
2: always pays for
1: it.
0: As a younger brother, you know, I, I can partially agree to that. <laughs> I can partially agree to that. Only partial, Not full agree. <laughs> but now, while well, we talked about cab of the Week, uh, Teddy, we'll start with you. We're going to run through uh, favorite Different calves, players, coaches, etc. Than least favorite. Teddy, favorite Cav. It could be all
1: time, could be now, just the calves that you love. Favorite time, favorite cab of all time. See, I've always been a big fan of three-point shooters. So I have two sure. right now. Um, I always loved Kyle Corver, so when he came to the Cavs, I was Stoked and I loved watching him play. We got him a little after his prime, but uh, I still loved him as a Cav. And then I also really enjoyed Booby Gibson back when we first had LeBron. He he had that huge game in the playoffs for us. um, And he was just always my favorite guy and he had a great nickname as well. So I'll go with those two.
0: My first piece of non-Cavs, or non-LeBron Cavs memorabilia is my Gibson jersey that I still have. Got it for my 16th birthday. I nice. uh, love myself some Daniel Gibson. I Loved watching him break the record for threes in the Rising Stars game at the time as well. Yeah. Although I'm surprised he didn't say C.J. Miles when he talked about shooters. I loved nah, him in Cleveland.
1: Too, he was too streaky. He was too streaky. For me. Right.
0: He does have the record for most threes in a game, or he did when he was there, when he made nine twice. But that's all right. But well, we got some good names. Ben, how about you? Favorite Cav of all time?
2: All right, so I, 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 that's hard because I have a lot that I really like. So I'm I'm just gonna give a couple of quick honorable mentions. Sure. Um, Sean Kemp. He's like, like unfortunately I don't remember the the Mark Price days. I, I'm a little bit too young for that, even though I'm a lot older than you guys. Um, I don't remember that. Sean Kemp was kind of when I really fell in love with the NBA. We recently saw him in the last dance sitting right next to Michael Jordan in his uh, Cavs jersey, the, the, the 90s one with the blue wave. Yeah. And uh, it was when Jordan was talking about that kid in L.A., talking about Kobe Bryant. And Sean Kemp actually is the only Cleveland Cavalier to start an All-Star game besides LeBron or Kyrie. He's the only other one. Price, Doherty, nobody else has ever done it. And he also was really trying really hard to beat Carl Malone's record of most children. Um, he, he didn't quite get there, but he's got a lot of children. So the, 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 there's a lot of him around Cleveland still. So um, he was really cool. Andre Miller, uh, you know, growing up in the, in the early 2000s, he led the league in assists in 2002. I was a sophomore in high school at that time playing uh, point guard uh, in basketball and, you know, watching Andre Miller and that team was not good. His second best player was Wesley Persons, who I know, Zach, you know him. Ted I Nelson, love Wesley Persons, but not him. like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of people don't even wouldn't even know his name, a casual basketball fan. He was a great yeah. shooter. Big Z was on that team, but he only played about 21 minutes a game. So he, he really got those assists to, to all kinds of, uh, of different people. So that was really impressive. But, I mean, I, I have a two-way tie. It's Kyrie and LeBron. I mean, it's the only championship that Cleveland's had in my entire life. Um, You you just, they'll never be topped. I know a lot of people got mad at how Kyrie left. The same thing happened when LeBron left, uh, you know, when he went to Miami. I, I hated it when he left. I was mad. I was at the first game when LeBron came back and, dude, it was the most hostile atmosphere the chance a lot of F bombs about LeBron. I, I'm I live very close to Akron, so I consider myself from Akron. Akron hates <laughs> you was a chant and you know LeBron's um, from yeah. Akron. So that, that that I'm sure did not sit well. Um, so you know LeBron left. It was hard. He came back. He got us that championship. Kyrie left. It sucked because we probably, I mean if he would have stayed, yep, we had a chance to be in the final yeah. finals for many more years. But those two, um, it, it's a tie. Uh, you, it, nothing will ever beat that championship.
1: And can I mention one more before we go to least? Yeah. Obviously, LeBron is uh, up there on mine, too. But Anderson Verja was a fan favorite. Wild thing. He was always taking charges all over the place. He had the floppy hair. Yeah. Um, and when LeBron yeah. left, I think he averaged, it was like 15 points and 15 rebounds. And I thought yep. he had a real yep. chance of being an all-star yeah. that year. So 14 and 14. He's another guy uh,
0: 14 and 14, yeah, 14 in the 12 14, 13 yeah. season, but he got hurt after 29 games. Yeah, I remember that. Sweet. He was, he, was yeah. he got better. He had a, uh, I think it was a either 25 or 29 rebound game in there. And he loved, loved watching Vera Zhao. Obviously, you guys know my guy is Delhi. Um, and yeah. now we'll do, actually, we're not going to get to least here players. So we're going to go a little, we're going to speed round here. So we're going to go, and then we're going to go favorite, favorite, least favorite. And then we're going to wrap up with the upcoming swing. So favorite Cavs coach, Ben. Ty Lue. How about Teddy? Who do you got? Yeah, Ty Lu. I'm, I'm going to He roll. got us the championship. He got the championship. I'm probably going gonna, gonna to go Mike Brown just because that was when I was first getting into the team and he okay. was there. If not not That's Mike Brown, one. I'll go for Teddy, even though I never actually got to watch him coach because I was not able to watch Cleveland games around here at that time. There's no NBA TV. All right. Uh Ben, favorite draft pick that never actually played for the Cavs who was drafted by the Cavs?
2: So I'm going to say Andrew Wiggins. He he played preseason with the Cavs, but obviously was part of that Kevin Love deal, and that's why, because we got Kevin Love out of that deal. So I'm going Wiggins. I'm with that. How about you, Teddy?
1: Draft pick that
0: didn't play for us. Yeah, so they could have been traded or just never come over to the league because they were from Europe. Maybe you have an affinity for small – Basketball
1: teams in Austria um, or Russia—you never know. You know, Wiggins. Wiggins is probably it because yeah, he got us the big three. And honestly, I'm having a hard time thinking of another one. I'll That's fine. I'll, I'll give I you know. two. I'll give
0: you two. So I'll go Jamal Crawford, year 2000. He was mm-hmm. the eighth pick. Traded—I don't remember that it was not a good trade. I think it was uh, might have been Chris MIM, who they they got back. It was a big man. Um, and then my second one because I met him. And he was actually one of the nicest guys I've ever met it was Charles Oakley, who was a uh, first round pick in the eighties met him at the mm-hmm. hall of fame when he was, he was, I was also, I was going to big three in Boston. I happened to be in spring. I went to Springfield. because so I knew he was going to be there at the hall of fame. Really nice guy. I was the only person in there with big three apparel on. He was a really nice guy. Um, so <laughs> Charles Oakley, who was also being, I learned, I'm sure it's more well-known than I knew it was. He's the cook for everybody. He has an affinity for cooking, loves making meals for everybody. They'd all come to his house before <laughs> home games. So I love that about him. I mean, oh, not, he didn't, I wish like he, yeah. He was, uh, he, he could have been a calf. He wasn't, but all right. So lastly, Teddy, start with you. Favorite
1: calves rookie season by a player? Ooh, favorite calves rookie season? You know, I'm going to go with Kyrie because he gave us hope once we drafted him he was he was just so good and he was so fun to watch um you know I don't like him as much now that he's in Brooklyn he's but his time on the Cavs and his rookie year he was he was just so fun to watch and he made the Cavs interesting again so I'm gonna go with Kyrie Irving.
0: Kyrie how about you Ben?
2: I'm gonna take the obvious here it's LeBron James his first game ever in the league he got a triple double like I mentioned I'm from Akron I grew up yeah you know, I'm LeBron's a little bit older than me but I was playing basketball at the same time as him seeing him on Sports Illustrated and then to come in and just do what he did under all that pressure you, you can't beat it. especially that first game man. triple double against the Kings first game of his career yeah no I'm with that I'm with that. You know, that's a
0: great way to start. He was a fantastic player. And at the end of the day, I mean, what else could they have asked? And I'll, right. I'll probably go Kyrie just as far as I didn't get to watch a ton of LeBron's rookie year. I followed everything. But again, not in Cleveland. Couldn't really get the Cav side of the broadcast at that point. But, you know, Kyrie, I just loved his rookie year. I love Deion's rookie year. I like Dele's rookie year as well um but yeah i'm I'm riding with Kyrie. he was just fantastic right off the bat we didn't really get a ton of rookie relevant rookie years in the four-year lebron run joe harris's honestly might have been the most relevant one which is hard to believe Uh, yeah jj hickson had a little bit that
2: you know back back was solid yeah he was
1: was solid yeah he was a
2: i'm
0: just shocked and gibson too
2: booby gibson had a decent one but that was lebron's first first more in the playoffs than, but i guess as a season as a whole absolutely statistically speaking it took a couple
0: of years but i'm glad he got his chances but yeah jj hickson bottomed out of the nba before 29 which is shocking to me but that's for another time as we'll run through lee's favorite predictions for the road trip and then we will say goodbye all right, least favorite Cavs, Ben and Teddy. I think you're probably both going to give the same answer, but let's hear.
2: Ted, I'll, I'll let you go first, Ted.
1: I'm going to go with uh, Sasha Pavlovich, actually. Oh, boy. Ouch. I, I, I hated watching him on those Cavs team. And when LeBron went on that crazy streak against the Pistons where he scored, what was it, 20? 20, 25 straight, 20, 29 out of 25 30. straight. And yeah, Sasha Pavlovich, if you watch that game, is the only one on the team who would shoot during that span. You know, he just kept shooting. So isn't that good so they I'd took attention away because of that? What's okay. that? Uh not isn't it good cuz they took attention away? For a second. No, there was no attention away from LeBron as you watch that. All five uh, guys. Were yeah. Going away. <laughs> All right,
0: that's fair. How about you so, how about you Ben?
2: Yeah. So, I have to say Isaiah Thomas. We got him back in that Kyrie trade and he just killed our locker room we were expecting a lot from him he was great the year before we all hated him on Boston anyways and then we tried to talk ourselves into him um and, and he just killed our, our locker room chemistry and that kind of we, we did make the finals obviously that year but it even though we made the finals it, it wasn't the same we knew going into that that it would take a miracle for us to win that
0: at least Isaiah netted uh, junior and JC on the bright side you know but uh yeah
2: it, and it, it, they uh, opened up the salary so LeBron could leave us. <laughs> that's also correct. Yeah, it's funny. So, so that that's part of it too. They're like, "Hey, take this guy that we hate. Oh, and we'll take these guys so you can sign LeBron next year." Said that, but I'm, I'm glad we got Larry Nance. I'll say yep. that, like Larry. Yeah, that's,
0: that's Nance, that's fair. Clarkson on his moments. You know, he, he had some great scoring games. But right, I, I, when I say yeah. least favorite coach, are we all going to say Thugs versus Slugs? <laughs> well, I think we're in agreement yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. john john beeline every different announcer says bayline byline beeline i've heard a different pronunciation from every road broadcast i've heard so i'm not even gonna uh least favorite Cavs draft pick do we all say anthony bennett on this one or does christian I'm yeah not even
2: close it's him i mean that's a number
0: one pick man like luke uh, jackson though luke jackson was even worse at least anthony bennett scored double digits
1: no, I, also hated, <laughs> uh, I All right. also hated Zagana Job. He was uh, – yeah, he didn't have <laughs> – I don't just, know why. I thought he was going to be good, and he just never was anything, and didn't, I always hated him
0: because of that. Yeah, but they, they drafted him as an injury insurance because you know, Ogaskis had such a, probably such a bad history with that, and he never got hurt again right. in a significant way. And, I mean, I, what was Chris That's Mim true. doing there either? I mean, I think he was there when Ogaskis was hurt. They, they had no idea what they were doing with Biggs. I just – Uh, And then, all right, last one here. Uh, Teddy, start with you then. Ben, you have a least favorite season by a Cav.
1: Least favorite season by a Cav. I'm going to go the year we traded for Larry Hughes and he came over because Mm -hmm. I was expecting so much from him. We traded for him and he was supposed to be that second guy um, for our team. And I just remember him being more of a letdown than anything. And, you know, we never, we never got that championship with him the first time around with LeBron. Um, and he just never really did much as a calf. So I'm going to say Larry Hughes. Okay. How about you,
2: Ben? What you got, yeah. So I, I mentioned this guy earlier in the show, but uh, Sean Kemp, I, I want to say it was 2000. It was a year he came into camp. He he was out of shape. He, he was coming off two pretty good seasons for the Cavs, and he just came in out of shape and it, it was not good. We ended up trading him pretty early in the season, but just as, as a guy that I really enjoyed watching for a couple years, I was really bummed.
0: Yeah, that's unfortunate that that, that happened. I disagree on Larry Hughes. I, I get it. Although they, I think they, they signed him because uh, Washington decided they didn't want him back, which was pretty. Yep, they actually traded him in August. Cowboys traded Kemp in August, did not even make it uh, to a regular yep. season game. Brendan Haywood was the pick involved in that trade. No significant player movement. Uh, Chris Gatling had some good moments for the Cavs there. I don't really have a clear answer for least favorite season. You know, uh, plenty of guys have been busts. I mean, I guess I'll just go Kyle postseason Corver. Uh, the year that he was there, I think it was their third playoff run. He just couldn't hit shots in crunch time and wasn't good for anybody. But all right, guys, we got – Four road Cavs games, Nuggets, Blazers, Clippers, Warriors. First question for both of you, are you staying up for every game?
2: <laughs> uh Yes,
0: I will be up for every game. Yes. Okay, yeah, we got two nines and two tens. Teddy, same with you, or are you going to have to get
1: that beauty sleep? I will probably be up. I will be up for most likely all of them. I might fall asleep during that Sunday Sunday night one at 10, though, against yeah, the Clippers. We'll see, we'll see if it's close or not. Yeah, no, PG might be back he might not he's
0: out for the next two games so even if he comes back he might be rusty something to hold on to but now guys uh wrapping up here records for those games how many wins are the Cavs gonna get uh, Ben and Teddy
2: one and three we'll be beating we're beating uh, Portland okay Teddy
1: you know what I think I think we're gonna go two and two I think we're gonna beat Portland, and I think we're gonna beat Golden State. Okay. Oh uh, yeah,
2: definitely two and two. Yeah, screw the Warriors. Two and two. I, 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 I change my I'm that... never going to pick the
1: Warriors. But can Can the, can the
0: cat, But you know, uh, Curry dropped forty on Sexton twice in his career already. You are not worried about that? I uh,
1: I think Sexton
2: will score fifty then. <laughs> I was <laughs> I love that. One hundred percent agree.
1: <laughs> Sexton can score fifty. You
0: know, then anything is possible. And I'd love to see him get there in regulation. Of course, I'm going to go two and two. I'm actually going to go wins over Denver and Portland. I'm feeling something's a little off with Denver. Murray's been in and out. They're missing their defensive identity with Gary Harris. And their rotations have been a little funny. Like, I'm glad RJ Hampton's getting some burn, but I don't love what I see when I watch them. Michael Porter's still out of the loop. Maybe I'm saying this now when he breaks off, he breaks out. But he's not been the same, and it's just – it's all Jokic. They'll find a way – to let Jokic's dominance be the only thing the Nuggets have. I don't know, Murray's not the same as he was in the bubble. So at the end of the day, yeah, Yeah. I think that's a win. But, uh, guys, as we wrap up, any closing thoughts before we say sayonara to our audience?
2: There's just one thing uh, that we always like to remind our listeners at the end of our show, and I'm going to let Ted, uh, let everyone never forget. Sure.
1: Yeah, we just like to thank our listeners for listening and uh, tell them to never forget that uh, the Warriors blew a three-one lead. <laughs> yes, they
2: did. Yes, they did.
1: They did.
0: So that means that the Warriors are going to be up thirty to ten in the first quarter, and the Cavs are going to win <laughs> three to one. Yep, I would. Uh, I would bet on that. I'd
1: be happy with that.
0: All right, so let's <laughs> let's uh, just uh, just like that guy who was running with no clothes on during the Super Bowl, let's make our own bet and then bet on it. I guess. but uh, on that note ben and teddy it's great to bring both of you on everybody check out ultimate warrior available on spotify apple youtube wherever you want visual audio anything like nba jam obscure cav of the week you'll even you might even find me but don't go for me (laughs) go for them and stay for me but no (laughs) either way Great to <laughs> bring both you We are done here. This is Across the Cavs saying so long and we'll see you next time.